Hello, my zippers and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I am going to be talking about my experience with, with dystonia as an installment in the My Diagnosis series. It has been a while since I've made a post in this series, but there are several more that I plan on doing. Uh, just in my usual fashion, I have gotten distracted again and I've been posting about other things. But I haven't forgotten these, and I promise that I will get to the last few that need to be written. Sooner rather than later, I promise. So let's start like we always do and talk about what dystonia is. The first thing to know is that dystonia is complex. Most of the time, there is no known uh, cause for the dystonia. Uh, there is a known correlation between dystonia and Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, but we don't know what the causative factor in that relationship is. Uh, dystonia is defined by the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke as uh, being a disorder characterized by involuntary muscle contractions that cause slow, repetitive movements or abnormal postures. The movements may be painful, and some individuals with dystonia may have a tremor or other neurological symptoms. There are several different forms of dystonia that may affect only one muscle, groups of muscles, or muscles throughout the body. Some forms of dystonia are genetic, but the cause of most uh, cases is unknown. And again, that's from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. So I've been diagnosed with idiopathic focal dopa-responsive dystonia. That's a mouthful, right? So idiopathic means that there isn't a clear cause for the dystonia. I don't have the genes for genetic dystonia. And it is not believed that my dystonia was caused by physical trauma or medications. Focal means that the majority of my dystonic symptoms are in a single part of my body. And for me, that is my right leg, mostly in the right foot. And dopa responsive dystonia or DRD means that my dystonia improved when I took Cinemet. Um, most of the time. I don't have any real problems with my dystonia symptoms. When they come up for me, most often is when I am working. I have to be on my feet for 12-hour shifts, and I need to spend most of that time walking. Uh, this often leads to an activation of my symptoms. The result is that my right foot turns in and makes walking more difficult if the symptoms continue to progress. Um, I get involvement into the calf and thigh muscles, and this means that my leg is going to start moving of its own accord, and walking becomes impossible. Standing becomes a challenge. This is a major hurdle when I'm supposed to be working. However, this has been much less of a problem for me since I started taking the cinemat, and I rarely get to the stage where I have difficulty walking now that I'm on the cinemat, but I sometimes do notice a change in my muscle control and the alignment of my foot. There are other things that can trigger the dystonia. Emotional stress is a major one. If I get emotionally overloaded, I am likely to start having dystonic symptoms. Being sick or just stress in general can provoke a flare. Anytime that any of my other chronic illnesses are flaring, there's a chance that my dystonia will also flare. So that there are times that symptoms hit me unpredictably. But that is not usually the case. Most of the time, the symptoms come in on a creeping fashion that gives me plenty of time to take extra medication. And that extra dose is often enough to nip things in the bud. 
but not always because no matter how great a treatment plan is there are going to be times that you get breakthrough symptoms and my dystonia is no different for the majority of times my dystonia only affects my right leg but there have been times that it has become highly activated and i have experienced full body symptoms i can have uncontrolled movements in all four limbs my neck mouth eyelids it's a weird experience to have your body moving of its own accord and not being able to do anything about it uh, when i've had a seizure i at least had the luxury of losing my awareness of the event when in the dystonic storm, I remain fully cognitively aware of what is happening to me, and it feels like being imprisoned inside my own body. That being said, there's also something deeply unsettling in just waking up and not being certain of what has just happened to you. I'm not a fan of either, really, and wish that no one had to experience either nasty adventure. Uh, dystonia is painful. It means that you're having muscle spasms and jerking movements. It also means that you are having body parts stuck in a position for hours at a time. All of this results in muscles, ligaments, and tendons being pain painful. Sometimes it is that deep, overworked muscle aching, and sometimes it feels more like I've sprained, strained, or pulled something. Uh, dystonia is violent. It can seem otherwise while I'm sitting there with my foot curled up and twisted inward, but this stillness is misleading. There's constant muscle action that results in that part being stuck over there. It can also be the jerking or repetitive movements that can often be misdiagnosed as seizures. And the violence is definitely more visible when it reaches this level. The best pain control for dystonia is to treat the dystonia itself and prevent the pain from occurring. But for most of us, reaching zero symptoms is unlikely. The medication keeps the symptoms at a level that I can move around, and usually I don't have to think about it, but they're still there. And the dystonia is a big source of pain for me. Either... Um, other than reducing the dystonia activity, there isn't much in the way of good pain control. So living with chronic pain from this is part of this diagnosis for me. Uh, dystonia also means fatigue. When your body is spending large amounts of energy holding your muscles into contraction, it means that there is less energy available to do everything else. While there, they don't generally list fatigue as a symptom of dystonia, uh, it is absolutely something that I have experienced. The more active the symptoms are, the more tired I feel. And this isn't the you can just get some sleep and feel refreshed kind of tired. This is that bone deep, used up, nothing left kind of tired. And oftentimes this is as difficult to manage as the movements and postures themselves. And I wish that this part of dystonia was more recognized. Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like what you've been listening to, consider listening some of the other episodes of the podcast and consider giving some support. It really does help. And until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Bye.